Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Roger and Michelle Garrison are compassionate people. The teachers from Katona have devoted themselves to helping children. An unexpected turn in life led them to adoption. Not a child. They actually assumed responsibility for an entire orphanage in Haiti. Well, I think I just took this as part of my calling to do something in life. I didn't think about it too much. I just followed. It all started when the couple's son went on a high school mission trip to Haiti. He found a colony of children, alone, sleeping on a barren hilltop in a place called Sous Matla. They scavenged for food, begged, and barely eked out an existence. It was important for him to be a part of helping these Haitian people whom he had grown to love. So he didn't have to do much um, persuasion <laughs> to get me involved because I looked around and I listened to him and I saw what was needed. What did you see? Uh, again, a, a lot of people were living in tents outside of the orphanage. Uh, most of the families didn't have a father figure. Uh, most of the families that we met didn't have a job, if any, that just uh, maybe they would earn five cents a day, a dollar a week, maybe. Very unusual, though. So um, the conditions, and again, the government doesn't really help with many of the conditions. There's no postal service. There's no emergency medical service. There's no um, water, you have to get that on your own, service, uh, transportation, uh, there's no public service, it's all like private taxis that you pay for. So you're really on your own in Haiti. The future was bleak. They'd have nothing to do, there's no school for them, there's no activities for them, so you can imagine what things are influencing them in their lives, a lot of them negative. Um, they don't find many caring people in their lives. The modern world was foreign to them. No movies, no iPhones, no videos. We bought a small screen TV for them last summer just to watch a movie a couple times at night in the evening. And most of the kids thought it was a computer. So they really have no idea what a computer is or a TV screen or any of those other things. That's a big challenge, too. How do you introduce kids to part of life that's really essential in our, in our world today and not have them consumed by these uh, innovations? Roger Garrison decided he could not bear witness to this desperate poverty and not take action. A force, an urging within me. That, again, I'm not a businessman. I'm not a fundraiser. I'm a teacher, so it's just an urging. You've got to do this if you want to challenge with little money and few resources, he adopted the weighty responsibility for these orphans. By chance, I met Roger Garrison after the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, and I shared his story. And then, Sean, you picked up on it and put it on the radio, and that brought a lot of my old friends, my wife's old friends, and some people that were just interested in helping the Haitian people 
brought a lot of people and drips and drabs to help start this orphanage. It started with a dormitory, started with an open area with a kitchen and a toilet. This is back in 2012. Were you surprised when the phone started to ring? I think uh, humbled is the great word. I'm not surprised. I'm just the fact that, you know, what am I supposed to do with this? Why me? What's the next thing I'm going to be asked to do? So I'm more honored in a way and humbled than I am surprised. Today, the Tree of Life Orphanage is a thriving community. We have 15 orphans in our orphanage. Eight of them are boys, seven of them are girls. Uh, We have 200 and plus kids from the community who go to school with our children because we hire teachers, we have classrooms. So basically we have 215 kids we care for either as orphans or as students. As far as structures go, we have a dorm for the boys, we have a dorm for the girls, We have a bathroom for the boys, a bathroom for the girls. We have, um, I think, six six or seven different classrooms. We have a small infirmary. We have a library, which is unheard of in at least our area of Haiti. Kids have never held a book, or if they've held a book, they just look at the pictures. So in our library, the teachers for classes, bring their kids to the library, or after the school ends, kids can stay and use the library, sit down. And kids do that. You don't have to uh, wave the flag very much to entice kids to want to read and to want to open books because they do that. So we um, we have a playground for the smaller kids. And um, I think that's all we have. uh, Solar panels, not big ones, but solar panels to help defray the cost of um, generator use. We have a well now, it's 400 feet deep, um, so we can draw water from that and we don't have to pay for water as much. So we're very blessed to have all these structures. We're very blessed to have people still want to contribute to an orphanage that started Uh, five years ago. It's not easy, Um, but some people are very loyal and whether it's every year or once every three years, donate money. Every dollar is used with the Haitians. Nothing is kept by the corporation per se. Donations to the nonprofit help keep the children fed. As far as the orphans go, we raise enough money to pay for them. We have three meals a day for them and drinking water and That's not a problem, but we found out that the kids from the community who are in our school, the the ones that don't do so well, they don't do so well partially because they come to school hungry. If you haven't eaten in a day or two and you go to school, you're not going to remember much. They partnered with an organization called Food for the Poor. We get enough rice and beans from them to feed 215 kids or more, lunch Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every week. With food, water, shelter, and an education, the children can now focus on being children. They laugh, they play, they learn, and they dream. And the list of 
choices these kids come up with is amazing because you look at them and you look at their surroundings. Some of them want to be a nurse, a farmer, a, a, a banker, a doctor. Where do they get these ideas from? But they've been exposed and they realize there's a possible future for themselves. And it's not just what's going to happen tomorrow. It's I have a goal when I get out of here. One young woman is on her way. And she just graduated from high school. Again, she's an orphan from another orphanage that we've adopted into our orphanage. And she uh, is now going to nursing school next year. So we're very excited for her. And it really shows us that um, there is hope for orphans, for children, not only to have a dream, but actually have it come true. Roger Garrison says the resilience of the Haitian children gives him strength. They're a rugged people with a lot of dignity, and they can make it through just about anything. In Katona, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.